don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. City, I'm gonna respect your game because you're still in the game, New York City. Right now, we are all in the game as you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and yes, New York City, we will respect your game because you gave us no choice but to respect your game. You wrote checks and you cashed them. That's what you did. <laughs> you know, as many times, you know, there's a whole lot of wolf tickets that sold throughout the day. Throughout the year, months, hours, but sometimes you got to cash them checks. And Rex Ryan, congratulations, my man. You said it was personal. You said it was against you and against Belichick. It was personal. You know, it wasn't about the Jets. It wasn't about the Patriots. It was about Rex and Belichick. And you won. You won. And I'm gonna be honest. You know, I going into that game. Again, you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Shout out to my man Stephen A. Smith, special guest yesterday on our Dr. Martin Luther King show. Of course, he was a, a guest with Gil Tyree, uh, Sports Talk at the Positive Pub. And appreciate you stopping in, Stephen. And, uh, man, we look forward to having you back, Stephen A. But uh, the Jets. Stephen ain't need New York, you know. He, you know, you know. It don't surprise us, you know. Stephen was on talking a whole lot of mess. I'm sure. I'm gonna listen to the show again. I was, you know, celebrating that. But, but Rex, Rex falls right in there with the Stephen A. thing, you know. In New York, New York City, <laughs> you know, Alicia Keys, you know, and you know they got their song out, you know, New York, you know, you know. Wow, where's where dreams are made of, man? Concrete jungle. Joe Woolley Namath. I mean, right now, Joe Woolley, man, Joe was happy. Joe was happy because Joe won the Super Bowl way back in the day. But he's ready to turn it over to Sanchez. Can, can, can Sanchez get it done? Remember now, we're talking about a young man that his college coach hmm, didn't give him his blessing. Didn't think he was ready. Didn't think he was NFL ready. Didn't think Mark Sanchez made the right decision. Thought he should have stayed at USC to be a college quarterback for another year. Young man's done an outstanding job for the New York Jets. And I'm gonna be I, I like the way Sanchez plays the game. You know, yes, you know, every now and then he makes a couple mistakes. But I think he's very what I like about Mark Sanchez, what I I see is I I, I truly believe that Mark Sanchez has one thing, one intangible that is hard to measure. He's coachable. He's coachable. You know, when he's told, you know, what to do, when he's reminded what to do, I think he follows through. And I think he, you know, I, I never like to say he manages the game because the game is managed by those on the sidelines and those up in the booth. That's what they do. They manage. He plays. You know, a lot of times, you know, those of us who've been in management or in management, you understand, many times you delegate. And, and that's what a coach does from the sidelines. He calls a play, he sends it in, and he says, okay, you, Mark Sanchez, make this happen. So he's just managing. He's, he ain't, he's not doing it. 
He's delegating that, hey, Mark, I need a touchdown. You call this play and you throw the touchdown. So on the field, you don't manage a football game. You execute. You carry out the assignment. You play the damn game. So I wish they would stop saying that. I don't, I don't, I don't use that terminology when I talk about the way a football play is carried out, the way it's executed. And a quarterback on the field, he manages the football game. You know, he, he you nah, know, he plays the football game. So let's just say, let's say it like it is. Mark Sanchez is coachable. When those coaches give him a play, he truly understands. Now he does. And for those of you out there, you, 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 you've heard me say this many times. As a year in football, a year in football is like, it's like, 10 years. Yeah, football players have lives. You know, you can measure them like you, you know, no pun intended, like dog lives. You know, one year is like seven or something like that. That's how football really is. I mean, that's how much confidence you gain. Another thing I think that is so important about one of those intangible things that Mark Sanchez has is he has a level of confidence now. He belongs. He's comfortable with the New York stage. He's comfortable with the New York media. Shout out to Lionel Dawn. Lionel, them cats you had on the show, man. Them your boys, man. Shout out to your boys. I like them boys. But Lionel, come on now. I know they play ball too, but you need to put them in place. You know, hard knocks and all that ain't got nothing to do with this. Listen, I want my Super Bowl ring. I'm playing. I don't care if we've been on hard knocks or not. I don't care if it's media capital of the world or not. The fact that the New York uh, Jets beat the New England Patriots ain't got nothing to do with no hard knocks. The Patriots got hard knocked. That's what happened. And Mark Sanchez, yes, let's give him credit. Now, let's also, I, I want to go to that defensive side of that football as well. And I'm going to tell you, I, I, before I go to that defensive side, because I'm gonna, I want to give them all the props they deserve, I'm going to go back to the offensive side of the ball only because I got a friend that's joining me. He, he come from that offensive side of the ball, and he a quarterback. And speaking of Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. King talked about, you know, how one day, you know, in Alabama, <laughs> you know, but Alabama just really was just like America, where, where, you know, where young black kids and young white kids would be able to hold hands and then just do a whole lot of things together. And we do that as football players. But some years ago, if it wasn't for Dr. King, you know, and the sacrifices he and many others made, but in particular, Dr. King, we wouldn't have or had. Black quarterbacks, black running backs, linebackers, white running backs, white quarterbacks, white linebackers, playing together. But we do now. And I got one of, them, you know, one of those early black quarterbacks in the National Football League who played for the New York Jets. And I can't believe I got him on my show, but I got to do that. I got Walt Briggs. Walt, you there, man? Hey, big brother. <laughs> Ray Ellis, Walter Briggs, how are you? Man, I, I'm just happy, man. Listen, man, you did your thing on the football field. You did your thing in, in, in broadcasting. You're doing your thing now in business, you know. And I, But I want to talk to you about the New York Jets, man. I mean, honestly, now you, I, I talked a little bit briefly because some other guys were on talking about, you know, hard knocks. And I, I really don't even want to trivialize the National Football League and its players to think that, you know, you on hard knocks, you're going to make it to the Super They didn't say that, but I don't even want the implications out there. It's hard as hell to win a game in the National Football League. It's even harder to make it to the playoffs and even harder to win a playoff game and certainly to get to the Super Bowl. But the Jets are almost there. Walt, in the preseason, man, did you really have them on the I know I don't want no homer thing here. Did you really have them you know, on the radar as this could be the year for the Jets? You know, it's so funny. I never even had the fact that uh, uh, Obama would be president this year or in my <laughs> lifetime. So don't get it twisted. Uh, it, it is just so ironic, the fact that things are happening not just for black people, but for everybody. But I don't care if the Jets was black teamed. This is their year, man. This is the time. Wow. I never thought it would be in a radar for Obama to be president or for Walter Briggs to be a black quarterback in 1987, first black to ever play for the New York Jets or, or be the only black-owned cigar company in the United States. I never fathomed it. So anything can lifetime. happen. I never fathomed it in my lifetime, but I tell you one thing. 
and I got all my friends. I got Lewis Lips from the Pittsburgh Steelers, formerly the Pittsburgh Steelers, Dave Dorson, Jim McMahon, all these people that are my friends. Everybody calling me, telling me that they don't think that the Jets can do it. I promise you, I believe in Sanchez. I believe in the team, the ethic of the of of where they're going. I just the only thing I want them to do, Big Brother Ray, is just settle down and play football. The first quarter, the first half of the last game uh, uh, was just they they were they were too excited. They were they were, they were believing the hype. Don't believe the hype. People don't realize how hard it is to play in this league. How hard it is to even fathom a playbook. If you fathom your history books or your math book and they're only a half inch thick or an inch thick on whatever you're, 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 you're matriculating in, so on and so forth, imagine a four and a half inch playbook that you have to know backwards and forwards in the next four and a half weeks in order for you to make a team. That's how hard it is to begin. But to get to the ending, it is so hard to get where they are right now. If they make it or if they don't, I promise you, I congratulate my former team. They've done a great job, and I hope they make it. Because if they do, I'm laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> well, you listen, you're going to laugh to the bank anyway because you, you've been very successful in your post-career. But let me, let me ask you this, Walt, really. Can you really say that the New York Jets fans will be happy with just getting this far? Or do they really want the Super It's been a long time since they've been in the Super Bowl. Are they really going to be satisfied with just getting this far? Super Bowl number two, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, I think it was uh, with uh, Joe Willie Namath. Namath. That's right. Joe Willie Namath and and his backup was my former uh, quarterback coach, uh, Zeke Burkowski was my quarterback coach when I was at the Jets, and he played behind uh, uh, um, uh, um, Ray Joe Willie Namath and then formally went to, uh, well, afterwards went to the Baltimore uh, team and so on. But I promise you one thing. It is going to be uh, 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 an understanding that the New York Jets fans are not going to be happy with where they are right now. You know why? And be very clear with you, Ray Ellis. It is time for, even after 9-11, even after what's going on in the stock market in New York City, so on and so forth, we need something else to uplift where we are in our lives as New Yorkers. I'm a native New Yorker, born and raised in New York, been a native of Hackensack, New Jersey, in New York City, 125th and Broadway, Grand Apartments, and right across the street from the Cotton Club and the Apollo Theater, and so on. It means something to be a part of New York City, but to be a part of something that's bigger than New York City is the Super Bowl. And if they can do what it is that we know they can do if they just settle down. The fans will be ecstatic. They will not be happy with just getting to this this game this Sunday. They will not be happy. I promise you that, Ray Ellis. Well, I'm glad you made it clear for us, Well, Listen, man, we're going to have to take a break, but we're going to come back because we're going to continue to talk about this. But I, too, I believe, I, too, believe, Walt, the Jets fans will not be happy with just making it this far. All they want to do is win, win, win on the biggest stage at the biggest stadium in history. New York Jets, they're trying to get it done, but so are the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to talk a little bit about that on the other side of break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters with my good friend, quarterback, former quarterback for the New York Jets, Walt Briggs. Cause I never been defeated and I won't stop now Whoa. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky For the homies that ain't making them my folks locked down Whoa. I never went nowhere Your internet flagship station for sports Voice America Sports So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
despise her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. School to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Y'all know I like that mood, that music. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got uh, former New York Jets quarterback with me, Walt Briggs. And Walt, before we went to break, man, I gave you your props. I know the people in New York were not going to settle for second best. They number one in everything in the world. So why would they want to be the second best team in the National Football League? But there is some issues of concern. That is, they have to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I know you got to have some impression about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tell me what you think might be somewhat of an issue trying to accomplish the ultimate goal, and that's getting to the Super Bowl and winning it. But first, you got to go to Pittsburgh. Well, you know what, the, 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 the major thing, and you know very much like I do, Ray, is that, number one, when you go to somebody else's house, you're going to have to respect the house. That's right. We want to give them that respect, but we're going to go to that house not knowing that you're going to put turkey on the table or you're going to put chicken on the table or you're going to put some dry-ass turkey on the table Ooh. or you're going to put some dry-ass chicken <laughs> on the table. We want to know that you are just going to be respected because you're having us, but when we get there, we're going to eat it all up because you invited us. So that's why we're coming. We ain't coming just to play kitchen and just to play dinner we come in to play house you invited me in your house so therefore i don't go into a meeting as being a professional businessman as i am knowing that i gotta beg you for something i go into a meeting knowing what i can offer to that meeting that's why i've been successful i don't go in there knowing that i'm half ass or anything else i know it with a chip on my shoulder how and when i'm going to do when i get to your house so if i cannot perform when i get into your house guess what you going to have my dessert. You can eat my dessert because, you know what, the Jets fans in itself in Pittsburgh will be there. It ain't that far of a ride, brother. It ain't that far of a ride to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So we coming. And the fans are not going to settle. They are not going to sit back and say, you know what, this was a good ride. We had a good year. We had a good quarterback that really is just developing. No, that's some straight-up horse dookie. Ray Sanchez is ready to go. The team is ready to move. We got the right coach. We got the right front office. I was on the phone with the front office today because I'm doing a lot of things for the for, for uh, 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 the championship this weekend with all of those fake Pittsburgh Steelers fans and Lewis Lips. If you're out there listening, you know I'm talking about you because I was on the phone with him. World, everybody knows Lewis Lips, world famous Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver. But Lewis Lips have this serious uh, uh, com- combating going against each other because I think, and this is where I'm going to solidify your question, Ray Ellis, is that if we could put pressure on the boot that uh, 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 Mr. Roethlisberger has on his foot, we can make him do things that he cannot 
do fast enough. Spoken like a true disciple, a true disciple of Rex Ryan. But let me say this. Now, you're talking about doing something. I'm just going to, you know, take this perspective. I'm not going to be the devil's advocate. He got enough advocates. But let me just say this. You know what? Everybody has tried to do what you are going to try to do. You think you can get it done, though? You can stop Big Ben. It can be done. Jets got a plan. It's the same thing as if you just saw Rocky number three when he had to fight Dolph Lundrum and he was that crazy uh, Czechoslovakian boxer and when he finally got a good hit on him and, 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 and they told him, you see, he is human. He's not a machine. He's human. And you know what? Where, where, where things go wrong in the human life, guess what? You're going to bleed the same blood as I do. All I need to do, and, and the famous words of my friend uh, uh, Mike Tyson, he said, you know, every, everybody, everybody thinks they can beat me. Everybody thinks they can beat me until I punch him in the face. When I punch him in the face, you don't think that way anymore. So that's what I'm talking about. And your and best Mike Tyson voice. <laughs> 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 I like that. But listen, I, you know what? You, you cannot go into any game thinking that you cannot win because you will not win. So I certainly can appreciate, appreciate the confidence of which the Jets fans, the Jets alumni are approaching this game with. I want to look at it from a perspective as the Jets are familiar with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's not as if you don't know this team. You, you know this team. You know, as a matter of fact, you know, I, I think that uh, Rex probably was looking more, you know, towards live, playing the Ravens because he, he knew them a lot more, uh, a lot better than perhaps maybe he knows the Steelers other than, you know, of course, going up against them. But I think that last week the Steelers played a very physical football game. You know, you don't think when you play the New England Patriots, you know, I heard one of my players uh, here with us, you know, one of the, the ball players earlier today, uh, shout out to Kwame Lasseter. Uh, Kwame talked about the New England Patriots being uh, the Harvard of, of the National Football League. Now, I'm not going to go that far, but certainly I don't think, you know, it's the black and blue division. But when you talk about playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, they just got out of a black and blue game. With, of course, the Ravens. Do you think perhaps maybe they might be beat up a little bit? Although it, there was no signs of it, it was a very physical football game. Do you th- are you going to bring a physical football game into Pittsburgh again this weekend? Well, this is, this is my synopsis on it, big guy, is that no matter what, and everybody knows that when you get into the playoffs, it's not even when you played preseason. It's not even the first season of the game. This is a brand new season. That's right. So That's right. no matter what. You have nothing, absolutely nothing to lose. If you go into this game and you make it to the Super Bowl, now this would be the, the retort to your question about are the fans going to be happy if we just made it to the AFC Championship or if we just made it to the Super Bowl. Well, guess what? If they just made it to the Super Bowl, the fans might be happy. Okay, but in order to win this game, the fans are going to make sure, and they're going to bring their A game, the sixth, the sixth man. They're going to bring their A game to the challenge. The Jets, no matter what, have to play like this is the only thing they got left to do in their lifetime. And Ray Sanchez have to, he needs to understand that also as a quarterback, as a former NFL quarterback. I knew, and I played behind Kenny O'Brien and Pat Ryan being the first black quarterback to ever beat it. I knew that in order for me to even stay on a team, I even had to not even bring my A game. I had to bring my A mind. I had to bring my A attitude because all I needed to do was make the team and make history, and I did that. These guys, all they need to do is play the game and make history. And, 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 and Joe Willie Namath, did it the best when he walked off the field. He didn't have nothing to say. All he did was raise his hand and said, we're number one. And the Jets are going to be number one. I truly believe it. I truly believe if they put enough pressure on Roethlisberger, if they put enough pressure on, their, on, on that offensive line, that they can really, really make him rush because he can't run that well right now. You have to accentuate on what it is. The positives are that if, if he gets time to throw the ball, oh, he's going to beat us like straight-up stepchildren. Not because Rivas or, or, or our defensive backfield is bad. It's just because the man knows how to make plays, and he studies, and he's in, a, in, 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 the, in the tape room watching film all the time, same way as Sanchez is. But there's one thing that that man does have. He's got Super Bowl experience, 
and there's nothing you can do to take that away. And the man is going to be calm enough to know, create his poise, and he's going to do well. But, and they're going to score. Ray, they're going to score. But we got to score more. Yeah, and, I, and I, I do believe that they will score. And one thing about, you know, the way the Steelers won this last game is the Steelers, and everybody thought the game was over, 21-7 at halftime, and you're playing against the Baltimore Ravens. You know, it, it, they're a resilient team. They're not going to give up. You know, I, I never have seen a team with, with, with so much will to win. And again, shout out to my man, Kelvin Fisher, who was not able to make it into the studios today because he's here. Uh, there's a game here in Arizona. Uh, I think it's the blue-gray game, uh, college all-star game, of which he is working that game, yeah, uh, that practice. Week, exactly. and, and so he's going to be here. But I, but I will say this. The, the Steelers, I have to say, you know, the Steelers are on a mission. You know, they, they are truly on a mission. They're well or it's, it's a veteran team. For some reason or another, you know, Heinz Ward was an afterthought of those who uh, were the, the pre-broadcast. Uh, you know, very little, if any, was said about Heinz Ward except in an afterthought. Oh, yeah, and they have Heinz Ward, you know. But he made big couple big catches. One of them was a touchdown. You know, this this is a Pittsburgh team of which, you know, and, and talking about a Pittsburgh team that, that is familiar with, you know, with the ultimate weapon that you have over there with the New York Jets. And that, of course, is the Ohio State University, Santonio Holmes. They're very familiar with, with your ultimate weapon. Don't you think they already they're prepared to play against him? Perhaps maybe even have a way to shut him down. Is that possible? Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest with you. As you saw, even what Rivas did, even this past weekend, uh, uh, he shut down uh, uh, all of the receivers he was faced over. They, I saw them go from uh, a, a, uh, a cover three, then they went to a, a cover one man with a backside of cover two. So they're, they, they're changing it up a lot to try to change what it is that, uh, that Roethlisberger is going to have to, I'm sorry, that uh, uh, Roethlisberger is going to have to look at and so on and so forth. As long as they don't get too over aggressive, they can truly do what it is that they are paid to do. The Jets have a wonderful defensive backfield. They have a fantastic, I mean, literally, I watched the Jets over the last weekend, and I compared them to Abdul Salam, Mark Gastineau, Joe Klecko, uh, 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 Marty Lyons, all my ex-teammates, and they looked just as good as the New York Sack Exchange. They really did. Now, mind you, the offensive line shutting down, big old boy, you know, I mean, as big as he is, you know, uh, you know the Jets are they're 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 on a mission too. They're on a mission too. Did well, they win I, this game on a humble? No, they went out, they settled down, and they played football. And I think if they do that in the very beginning of this championship, they can literally take this out of the the the, the Pittsburgh Steelers that are on a mission, just like they are. Any team can beat any other team on any given Sunday. And I agree with you. I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. We all know that. that that's, the, that's the golden rule of which we play. Each time we step on that field, you always have a chance to win. Uh, you mentioned some of the greats from back in the day that played for the Jets. But one thing about it, that team, those teams, never made it to the Super Bowl. You know, that's one thing about Mark Gass and those guys, you know, uh, Marty Lyons, you know, Coleco, they, they did not make it to uh, the Super Bowl. This team here, I think it's been the best team in a long time that's had the opportunity. Obviously, they're in prime position. They got one game to win. Uh, Santonio Holmes going back into Pittsburgh Stadium. You know, just again, somebody who you know how it is. You were with the team. They let you go. You, you know, somebody thought you couldn't make it. You got a chance to make it. That's obviously incentive. Uh, is he overexcited going into this game, or is he truly looking forward to going back home and, and winning a football game in a very composed way? I think Santonio Holmes is going to have a great game no matter what he's feeling because his attitude toward the game, if you even look at his game face when he plays, he's concentrated on the game. Um, there are many players uh, um, that get too excited overexcited and you could see that and you did see that in the past weekend um because they were not used to the hoopla the the the, the over exemplifying uh, uh of energy and so on and so forth santonio holmes is not one of those people he's going to play his game if they throw him the ball he's going to catch it yes yeah, santonio certainly has been on the big stage in, in high school in college and pros and got a chance to get back 
One more game and he'll be back. Listen, we got music in the background. That means we got to take a break. Again, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Walt Briggs with me. Gonna come back after this break. Why don't you? Slow motion, better than no motion. I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama lay. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Get ready for a show that's going to take it to the next level of sports talk. Get ready for Sean Salisbury, unfiltered. He's got 12 years of broadcast experience as an analyst for ESPN SportsCenter and NFL Live. And he has 10 years experience as a player with the Seahawks, Colts, Vikings, and Chargers, as well as the Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the CFL. You'll hear the truth and not the sidelines. Sean Salisbury, unfiltered. Is not for the faint of heart. Tune in every weekday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. CoastToCoastMixTage.com. Like that music, like that music. You listen to Rail of Course on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got my man Walt Briggs with me. I guess we both in warm weather, weather cities. You down there in Florida, 80 degrees. It's about 80 here in Phoenix. Man, it's a beautiful day, and it's a beautiful day to talk about football. And here's what I want to do. There, there, there's there's one thing that we've we've talked about the AFC, and that that AFC, you know. If you got to think about what's going to be the best game, because last week everybody knew that the Ravens and the Steelers, that was going to be a great game. I, I got to be honest, you know, probably with the exception of those loyal and the alumni of the Jets, everybody probably felt as if that the Patriots were going to blow the Jets out, similar to what happened at, during the regular season. But again, it's playoffs. Playoffs is different. You know, this week going into this game, I, I got I to gotta say that. A lot of people are going to be looking for another Ravens-Steelers-type game out of the Jets and the Steelers. Do you think they can produce a game like that? Ray, I'll, I'll answer you the best way I can. No matter what happens this Sunday, the Steelers and the Jets game will probably be the Super Bowl because of the reasoning that I just think, because of I think literally the Jets beat the, the former Super Bowl champions, and so on. But you have a, a pre-existing Super Bowl champion that is about to play them. The Jets have never been this close before. And, and, and I think that if the Jets come with their A game, because the Steelers, no matter what, just like you said earlier, to uh, piggyback on what you said earlier, the Steelers are a veteran team, and they're coming to play. Even if on their worst day, 
they could probably play with the Jets. But the Jets have to have their best day. So I guarantee you, I think from the bottom of my heart, not because I'm a former Jet, but I think this is going to be the game of the year. I really do believe that. I think if Sanchez, like I said in, in, in the different segments of this show, is that if he just calms down and plays his game, he can beat the Steelers. And if the Jets' defensive linemen put pressure on, um, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna mess with my man Roethlisberger because you know I've, I got a club foot right now. I got a sprained ankle even right now as we speak. <laughs> I can barely walk. He got a total sprained ankle, and he got a cast and and tape and everything. And we all know what it takes to play football, and the adrenaline that is going through his body is going to force him to play football. But if they capitalize on activities, I think he will do okay. But the Jets can beat them. Okay, I before be, be, before I let you get away with that, I got two names I want to throw at you, and I want to hear what your answer is for those two names. Okay, you ready for those names? I'm first ready. name, first name, James Harrison, number ninety-two. Woo! Troy Polamalu, number forty-three. Wow! What's your answer for those two players? Woo and wow! That's <laughs> my answer for both of them. <laughs> Woo and Because you got to know where they both are on the field at all times, and that not just know. You got to make sure they become a no meaner, and you can't eliminate those. How are you going to stop that? Well, you know what you you know how you stop that is number one is you put your mind into each play that you play, and just as football, as you know, is ninety percent played above your shoulders. That's right. You're gonna have to think. You're gonna have to understand what Palomalo is. You're gonna have to understand where my where the wow is, and you're gonna watch out for the woo because both of those players, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, are going to do well on the field. So what you have to do and understand what you have to do is play better than you ever played in your life. But Palomalu, I give that man, if I was a, a, a Hawaiian uh, or a, a, a priest from some other third world country, I got to give him his props and praise. That man is a machine. He's a hell of a ball player. He's a human machine that can be beat on any given day. Not one, just like, you know, my grandfather used to say all the time, not one monkey stop, no show. But that man is not going to be able to stop the show. He's going to be able to be one place at one time. And guess what? There's going to be 10 other people wide open. So you just have to wonder where it is that he's going to be. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm going to say this, and you do know this. At every, every time they break that huddle, when you walk to that line of scrimmage, you better know where he's lined up at. And you know what? That's what he's paid to do. That's what Sanchez is paid to do. Sanchez, is, Sanchez should be like that. And I keep referring back to Rocky and, and, and uh, um, the other guy that he was fighting in the first Rocky. So whatever. Go to sleep with his picture on your, on your, on your, on your mirror. Go to sleep with his picture on your mirror. You've got to find where that man is. Every, and you know what? Just like we call it as quarterbacks, we call it go away, Jack. Go away, Jack. Wherever Jack ain't, that's where you throw the ball. Wherever he's not, that's where you're going to have to throw the ball. You're going to have to put your whole game plan around those type of individuals. And, and, and you're talking about the woo and the wow. Those two are all over the field. So you're going to have to play your A game to get away the woo and the wow. And the only thing that you're going to hear is excitement from the crowd. And that's the God's honest truth. You gotta, it's, just, it's really doing a lot of uh, research and due diligence on film. You've got to go and you've got to find tendencies. You've got to find this tendency. Ray uh, uh, Palomalu, he's got tendencies, man. You, he can be beat. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And, all this, and here's the thing about it. You know, all it takes is a good study. And, I mean, you've got to be dedicated. You've got to put this is one game. And, and I was blessed to play in two of these. Unsuccessful, but two of these games where the Super Bowl was on the line. And it's an it's a ultimate sacrifice because you know what's on the other side is the ultimate game. And you make the ultimate sacrifice. And, and it's all about, like you said, it, it's about st- it's between the two ears. If you're prepared up there, then, you know, the subconscious mind takes over. But if you're out there thinking too much, it, it's not going to happen. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to think too much about that game anymore because I understand you've made it clear that the New York Jets will be in the Super Bowl. But when? And we don't do this. We don't get ahead of ourselves. But that's why you and I are talking we're not playing, so we can get ahead of ourselves. Your opponent. Your opponent is either going to be the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Now, the Green Bay Packers, if there was a perfect football game, 
I think they played a perfect football game last week. They, 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 they truly did. It's almost as if it was 7-on-7 for the Green Bay Packers. That was practice. It was, it, it true, it, it that was, was Alan, like, that was Alan Iverson. Seven drill, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Alan Iverson. <laughs> practice? Man, you're talking about practice? You know, that, that's what Green Bay was doing. They, they was practicing. Now, now they practiced, and they, they, they looked sharp in practice. But now they're not, they're not in practice anymore because I don't think the Chicago Bears, when they show up, you know, the Chicago Bears are going to be nothing like that little team they just beat up on last week. The Chicago Bears are playing some of the best defense that I have seen them play in a long time. Reminiscent of just as you went back to the, to the days, you know, back in the day uh, of, of your Jets team, but the Chicago Bears now are looking back and, 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 and in their shadows stands the Super Bowl rings of the 1985 Chicago Bears who are celebrating their anniversary. Do you think the Chicago Bears can pull it off as they go up against the Green Bay Packers? Well, you know what? I'm going to answer that with kick gloves only because I have a, a bet going on with my buddy Jim McMahon. Uh-oh. I'm doing a big party with at the Super Bowl this year with him and uh, um, uh, uh, the guys from KISS, the, the group KISS. Uh, Gene Simmons and such. And so, you know, we're going to go back and forth a little bit this weekend. But I'm going to handle this one with kick gloves by saying this, just like you said, reverting back to the glory days with Mike Singleton, Singletary and Jim McMahon and the refrigerator. And Dave Doris. And so on and so forth. So my, my, my answer to that question would be, the way that they're playing now, just like the way the Jets are playing now, they superseded anything that the New York Stock Exchange did and so on. This Super Bowl year with the Chicago Bears playing as they are right now, they are superseding anything that the team in 85 could have brought to the table. So am I scared for my Jets if they go to the Super Bowl? Pretty much. Pretty much. They got the right quarterback. They got the right defense. Oh, my God, their defense is scary. It is truly scary. And you know, Ray, as much as I do, when you go over and you look over over the offense and you're looking over defense or whatever, you have to make reads, pre, your, your pre-snap reads. The Chicago Bears hide theirs so well. And, you know, I, I look at it when I watch games and such. I look at games where I do pre-snap reads before quarterbacks even get over the ball. And I'm looking, <laughs> I can call it, I can call it a, uh, a cover one man. I can see a cover two. I can see a, a couple three, double zone, so on and so forth. I can see it. But Chicago Bears, they hide theirs very, very well. It'll throw quarterbacks off. Will it throw Sanchez off? I don't know. I think it will. But, you know, that's a whole other game coming up. But I, I think that Sanchez can handle it if he just settles down and plays football. That man is the truth. He really, he's just like the quarterback from Auburn. That man is the truth because he settled down and he played his game and he became a national champion. I truly believe this is Sanchez's year. It ain't because of his youth. It ain't because of, 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 of the fact that he's, uh, he's so big and so on and so forth. I think the man is truly a great quarterback. Well, let me ask you something. You, you, you're going to give Sanchez all the credit in the world. And, and, and you talked about the Bears, and, and, and you talked about the Bear defense. But let me just ask you a question. There's a man over there who's doing some remarkable things with the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. We've we got to give him some props. Oh, uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. And please, I would be a great remiss if I did not give Aaron Rodgers his props. Doesn't that scare you a little bit, you know, if you're on the defense and you line up and just like you as a quarterback, you pre-read the defense on the other side. The defense is looking over at the quarterback and they're like, damn, that's Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) You know? Hey, hey, and you know what? I would be, if I was a defensive player, I would be looking at Aaron Rodgers being like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, yeah, here you come. That's right. Here you come. Now, mind you, that would be what was in the back of my mind, but what I need to concentrate on is either that wide receiver that I'm, I'm standing over or either that offensive tackle or guard that I'm standing over, and i got to forget about Aaron Rodgers. You know what Aaron Rodgers would be to any part of the defense is a target right now, but he's so good that you cannot not give him his props. I think Aaron Rodgers is the truth. I think that, that when we do finally get to the Super Bowl with them as a New York Jets player, that, that he is 
going to be something we're going to have to a force that we're going to have to reckon with. Oh, yeah, and Greg Jennings and also Donald Driver. I mean, them are the receivers that you look looking in your eyes, too. Yo, yeah, you know what? And they are truly, truly – they just have a, literally a whole see, – their whole team is a wild team. They have a wild factor. And you know us in the entertainment business, as I was in for many years, we have, if you have a wild factor, you'll make it in the entertainment business. These guys have a wild factor, and they make it in the National Football League. But that still – does not win football games because you know what? Driver misses passes. Okay, you got you got Rogers that does sometime overthrow and he does sometime underthrow and so does Sanders. So it, it is it literally is going to be an up in the air contest until you get on that gridiron and you know what I'm talking about, Ray. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I will tell you what, I do know you. You right? It, it, it's very scary. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you two minutes. Two minutes to think about it, because you can't be scared no more. I'm gonna have you have to come up with a score, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna let everybody out there write it down, so they can come back. And a cigar is gonna be on wall. You listen to yeah, Rail of Sports, Sports America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. I got Walt Briggs with me. We're gonna take a break. Walt, what's the name of them cigars, man? WB Brand Cigars. WBBrandCigars.com. Okay, we're gonna come back and talk about them cigars because right. somebody's gonna light a cigar after the game. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Fantasy Sports is where the action really is. Over 40 million people play fantasy sports, but rarely do they get to quiz the experts. Fantasy Insights is the name and the game. Tune in every week as Dish Adams and his guests clue you in on the fantasy football game, what's happening on and off the field, and how it will affect your fantasy team. These experts aren't just beat writers assigned to fantasy football. They live and breathe the game. Tune in to Fantasy Insights with Dish Adams every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Every Monday, tune in after the weekend games for Locker Room Views with Arturo Freeman. It's a sports show that'll keep you talking. We'll go inside the minds and lives of world-class athletes and hear about their views, opinions, and life experiences about the world of sports. Your host, former NFL great Arturo Freeman, present an action-packed hour every single week. Arturo Freeman, Locker Room Views, is live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get the inside scoop on the Georgia Bulldogs. Tune in to Keelan Johnson on College Football Game Day on the radio and every day on KeelanJohnson.com. On Keelan's Keeping It Real Radio, you can talk to Keelan and his former teammates about the Bulldogs, college football, and all things sports. Keelan's the go-to analyst for Bulldog football on pre- and post-game television on KeelanJohnson.com. And now, every week on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in every college game day for Keelan Johnson, Keeping It Real Radio. Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. The Rail of Sports on the Voice American Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Got my man quarterback for the New York Jets back in the day. Just was doing their thing too, man. Walt Briggs. Me and Walt been having a whole lot of fun for about 45 minutes. We got about nine more left to go. So, Walt, listen, man, I said I was going to put you in the spot because somebody's going to be smoking some cigars when it's all said and done. I want to ask you this, you know. We saw the way, we saw the games and the way of which teams won last week. I'm going to say this. From the defensive side of the ball, that's where I played my thing at. You understand that, you know. But here, I thought that the Jets' defensive scheme was ex- it was extraordinary. I mean, they, they was clicking on all cylinders. They, they didn't make any mistakes. What I really liked in the secondary is the secondary was tuned in to their men. When the quarterback ever took a, if considered that he was going to try to scam, scramble, he being Tom Brady, they stuck to their coverage. They kept their eyes on They weren't looking back into the backfield, which then, as long as you're running with your man, 
Tom Brady scrambling, you know, the times that he did, because Tom is not a real mobile quarterback. He can buy some time, but it, it wasn't a clear path to the receivers. I'm thinking that the Jets are going to come back with, with a scheme like that, and that perhaps maybe can help, you know, them on that side of the ball. We go back to the NFC now, and I think that the Chicago Bears are going to come with the type of scheme defensively because, as they say, and I want to get your opinion on this, do you truly believe, as they say, that defense wins ball games? Because in these last two games, the Jets are playing because the defense played an outstanding game. I believe that the Steelers are playing because the Steelers also play an exciting and outstanding football game. Of course, the Green Bay Packers defense, you know, play an outstanding football game. Does defense in your mind win ball games still today? Or do you think the offense has more of the deciding factor as if a game's going to be won or lost? I'll, I'll go a little bit step further with you to answer all those questions that you threw through a plethora at me. So I'm going to try to <laughs> try to remember all of those and try to address each and every one. Uh, um, let's say this. I truly believe defenses sustain football games. Offensives literally win football games. But the telltale sign of winners of the game is special teams. I truly believe that. And just like you said about the defense, not just what the Jets did last, last week and so on and so forth, they did not deviate from receivers or whatever. It's just like playing special teams. You stay, and you know what I'm talking about. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And they stayed in their lanes, and they checked up, and they didn't move, and they did exactly what it was. It's textbook. But the other thing, General Patton, if you ever saw the movie Patton with George C. Scott, said one thing. You know what? If my troops are winning, I don't mess with them. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't need to go to Germany. I don't need to go to Russia if my troops are sustaining their, their, their game. But if they're losing and they're not doing well, then i got to change stuff up. If you go into this game, AFC Championship, you go into this game not staying in your lane and not understanding that it's not broke, so don't fix it. Don't deviate. Don't change. Don't do nothing that you did not do last week. And the one thing, and I'll bring up piggyback on your point again, what happened last week with, uh, uh, with the, um, what's the name, quarterback, the Jets – he had an opportunity to run a few times because he's mobile that way. He's mobile. Brady's mobile that way. Roethlisberger is not. Is not. So that could even enhance, further show that the Jets can really put him down. But the only thing is, too, and just because I'm a quarterback and i got to give praise to my offensive line, if his offensive line can keep the Jets off of him, he will win the game. Offense will prove and prevail and overcome because the offensive line really wins a football game. Well, of course, you know, again, as I said, the defense wins ball games. There's a, a second part to that, too, is that the game is won and lost in the trenches. Now, there's no doubt about it. You, you got to believe you can't run the ball. You, you can't pass the ball if the big fellows for your front are not taking care of their business. So I, I'm going to agree with you. On that, and, and, and with that being the case, I'm going to go back to your Jets and just say a little bit about your Jets. They've put together an offensive line that's given, you know, new life to Ladanian. I mean, Ladanian is found the fountain of youth, and I think the offensive line is responsible for that fountain of youth for him. And you know what? And he's taking advantage of it. You know how it used to be, Ray, when the quarterbacks used to take out the offensive line because they were blocking them and, and, and keeping them safe and so on and so forth? Buying Rolexes. is taking them all out, buying them big rings. He's taking care of that offensive line because he looks fantastic. The man is running like he's like – nobody even wants to touch him. That's how fast he's running. He's so small and he's so fast and he's so strong that he, he's just living up to who he was – when he was drafted, just like, you know, I'm very close friends with Keyjana Carter, and I talked to Keyjana from Penn State, first-round draft choice. Oh, yes. on. We were together at Operation Homefront in Jacksonville, and Keyjana even said the same thing to me. And, you know, he's a former running back, too, and Keyjana said, man, that man is just living up to everything that everybody expects of them when they get drafted, and his offensive line is doing that for him. 
Yeah, and they, they have. They've done an outstanding job of opening those holes up. Like I said, also buying time for, of course, uh, Mark Sanchez to, to throw the ball. And, uh, and, and so I, you got to commend them. The big fellas don't get enough credit. Many times you always talk about the wide receivers. We done ran off some names, some wide receivers. We already talked about uh, Santonio Holmes. You know, we, we've already talked. We didn't talk about Braylon Edwards. But, of course, you know, Braylon is playing out of his mind, you know, much better than, you know, I'm not even. I think Braylon's playing today much better than what the Jets expected him to play. And I, I'm going to say that Santonio kind of like, you know, put some pressure on him. You know, Santonio's came, Santonio didn't step his game up. His game was already up. But Braylon knew what was there, and, and, and it's, it's a little bit of that Ohio State-Michigan thing, too. But it's like, okay, i got to step my game up. And Braylon has truly stepped his game up. That's one thing that, again, the offensive line has helped Braylon's game get stepped up because Sanchez has got more time. So let's give those big fellas just some credit that, you know, uh, you know, that they don't get and they truly deserve. Like you said, the quarterbacks, the running backs, they take them out. They buy them a little extra dinner. But we need to put their mug shots, you know, up. We need, we need to talk about them more. So next week when we call, when you call in, see, I already got you down for next week's show, Walt. We, I'm there. That, I'm there. That, you already know that. That's, that's easy. That's, that's what we're going to do. We're going we gonna to give some love to the big fellas next week, man, because they just, the game is won in the trenches. Ain't no doubt about it. And you know what? It's just like even the syndrome of Kobe and Shaq. You know, they got all the glory. But, you know, there's three other people on the floor with them and so on and so forth. You forget about those guys, the three-point shooters and so on and so forth. You forget about all those guys underneath in the paint and so on. But I promise you, if you get Kobe and Shaq outside with nobody on, on else on the team, they cannot perform. These guys... The offensive line, even the defensive line, that's the trenches. Let's give them some love because if it don't happen up front, it makes the bad people in the background, in the backfield, offensively or defensively, not really know what it is that's going on. So they really don't have the opportunity to perform. And Joe Walton, my former coach in New York Jets, told me many a day, he said, Walter, if you don't know your plays, I don't care how good you are, you cannot perform and you don't get that glory. You will never get that glory. But those guys in the trenches make it happen. Yeah, shout out to my man, Arkow True Luck, inside the trenches. Me and him talked about that last week about, you know, hey, the big fellas, they got to get it done. You got your big fellas got to get it done for you or it's not going to get done. So let's end a recap. As we close this show out, one thing I think you've made clear is on the AFC side of this game, representing the AFC in the Super Bowl will be the... New York Jets. (laughs) And on the NFC, not that it matters to you, because you're just going to play whoever shows up. But by chance, do you have, you know, some indication who might show up that you guys may be playing? Go ahead and give it to the people out there. If I know from the bottom of my heart, because of the, the, the team that I think that is the most aggressive and really wants to win this game without any aptitude other than wanting to do the best that they can, I would like to have the Chicago Bears win. But in my druthers, in my druthers, in my heart, the way that I watched the Green Bay and what Rogers did last week in the textbook, 7-on-7 drill in that last week game, I think the, the Green Bay Packers are going to go. Well, you just heard it. Walt called it. You know, he called it the way he saw it. And I tell you what, if he sees it wrong, what you can expect out there, somebody just, just let me know. Because Walt got some cigars waiting on you. Because if, he, if he's wrong, he got to pay up. And, and the Piper got to pay up. So, well, why don't you tell people real fast, man? We got about 30 seconds. Tell them that website where they can find about the cigars and, and tell them everything about them, them great championship cigars. Well, Celebration. Believe it, believe it, I am the only black-owned cigar company in the United States. Everybody's got Colombia, Nicaragua, and so on and so forth. But after I played so many years of football and, 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 and left ESPN Sports and such down here in Florida, and uh, after leaving uh, up there in, um, Brit- in um, Bristol, Connecticut, and so on, I got into the cigar business, and I am doing exactly what the Super Bowl uh, teams are doing. I am making it better than what it is that anybody could ever see. I own WB Brand Cigars. If you go to WBBrandCigars.com, you'll see the number one black-owned cigar company in the United States. Dr. Alejandro Gallard is the president of the company. He is a very, very upfront person on cigars. And, and you'll see that the, we, 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 as a matter of fact, this Super Bowl, we have nine events. Please go and check our event schedule on WBBrandCigars.com, on Facebook, and on Twitter. We're doing the Lee Steinberg party, the 25th anniversary 
for Lee Steinberg's Super Bowl party, his official cigar. We're doing the Ron Jaworski, my friend Ron Jaworski. Uh, uh, we're doing his event. So please check out WB Brand Cigars. Support a, a, a brother who left the NFL and now is doing great things in the business that he chose, and that's WB Brand Cigars. There you go. Walt Briggs, former quarterback for the New York Jets, Jets, Jets. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Again, I want to thank Walt Briggs and all those Jet fans who've been listening. Got to go. So you know what? I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.